he literally had a time on Biggie break. Let's start again. Hello, everyone. This is Lindy. And this is Noah. And you are listening to... She's back. She's back. With a soprano. Okay. I don't think that's soprano. It's alto, no? Ah, that's a soprano. Ah, that's an alto. Do bass. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> because that's actually, that's actually where you are. I remember like in high school when um like um a friend of mine, Kibagazi, was singing bass. I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. I wish I could. I just can't. I'm I have a bit of bass. You so do have a bass. Yeah. Give us a bass, Lindy. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of face, yeah. Um, I was on Instagram earlier today, and I saw that Bonang has moved to New York. What the hell? Like, Avenue. I mean, I love Papa my girl B, but like, she ha- with B, there's always a plan. So I'm excited to know what the plan I'm is. I'm excited to, but also like, I think uh, Bonang is kind of one of those people who always wanted to live in New York. Yeah, she did. And made it happen yeah so i was like oh i'm so happy for you girl yeah no she did but my thing is like michelle yeah being on the cover of forbes, forbes under forbes 24 yeah come on with it. it and also michelle lives her best life and she makes everyone sick <laughs> what i love about her is how authentic she is how unapologetic she is um like how she'll be like i believe in indota how she'll drink how she'll Wear cute outfits. And, and then a baddie outfits. Yeah. I just, I, I love, you know, I have a 22-year-old sister. Yeah. And I love my sister seeing someone like Michali and being like, you know what, I can have a career. Because I actually think Michali like, has a proper career. Legit. I don't like this negativity about, we'll see, oh, what does an influencer do? No, 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 no. Whatever she's doing, she's doing it the right way. And she works really hard. So for me, it was, it's nice, it's nice for my baby sister to have someone who is her age mate, who works really hard, but is having fun. Right? Yeah, so this is actually for the influencers. They're really putting the game up. Bonang yeah. is like, because in her episode of Bonang like Living the Dream, Bonang is for us. And yeah. you know, she in the episode Living the Dream or whatever the case is, she does go to New York and she does manifest an apartment in Upper like, East Side. And she's there. And you got, what are you going to say? I love that. Because I, I, I hate this whole thing that all of us are supposed to get married and have kids. Mm. And we all want to be in mansions and whatever. And I think that's a valid dream. But I think there there's an alternative dream for other people. And we need to see it. And, and it's lovely to see it. see it. And it needs to be embraced. Yes. Like any other goal that women have. Come on with have. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So good You're for me, Preaching good for Banang. Yes. Yeah. So speaking about um, women owning their spaces, um, I think this week we'd like to talk about agency. Yeah. So I think agency is like very important because um, it's really important um, for me personally, to know what I stand for and what I'm against. Yeah. And a lot of the time when you are on social media and when you are, you know, in a dinner discussion even, you will find yourself, you know, having to be like def- defending an idea that you really strongly believe in. And then the simplest one is maybe like we start with like feminism. Yeah. We've discussed feminism at length. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it really does, and in a sense that it would be crazy to me for, to be at a dinner party and someone says, oh, I hate feminists. I'm like, oh. <sighs> Really? It's exhausting. You know, that's 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 agency. That's something I believe in. That's something I've researched in. That's something I actually, I, I stand for. And I need you to understand why you can't like, keep on crossing the line. Yeah. You know? Let me speak about why I think agency is so important to me. Yeah. Um, you know, we've done episodes here speaking about uh, friendships and the importance of friendships. Mm. Um, and understanding the values that you have and kind of gauging them against the friends that you have. We've spoken about positivity and self-esteem, mm. body positivity and self-esteem that like you have to know who you are and you have to work on yourself. Yeah. Internally. 
um, and make sure that you protect yourself. Yeah. Last week we were talking about our careers and we we're talking about um, how sometimes you get lost in the world mm. trying to survive, trying to make money, trying to grow in your career, that you have to have some kind of reflection point. Like yeah. We spoke about going back to why you wanted to be an architect and trying to grow in that and remembering that and refocusing as much as you can on that. Yeah. And for me, for all those conversations about, about the positivity, about your career, about your values, about the people you hang out with, um, you can only be strong in those points if you have agency over your life. Hey, amen. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I couldn't even stop. Like, I couldn't yeah. even like, okay, continue <laughs> preaching. Continue to preach. Yeah, so I think the reason why this topic is important to us is one, you have to understand why agency is important and evaluating whether you have agents in your own life. That's a big one. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, for instance, the first time that me and Nindy met was maybe like six years ago mm-hmm. and we connected over agency, right? And I, it won't be like, I won't say like we connected because we're feminists. No, we connected because we actually really love reading. Mm-hmm. And through reading, we're able to have really beautiful conversations that were fruitful yeah. and in depth and layered. And I was like, oh my goodness, I want to see her again. Yeah, you know? I felt the same. I want to see her again because I want to feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not obviously like alone in this world and my yeah. views they can be encouraged and um, and criticized by someone who has the same sort of agency as i do yeah who values it also. who values it also yeah. and i think it's important at the order you get um lindy that you know you understand w- what you're about you may not have a memento or whatever the case is yeah. but it's important to be like you know agency can also come in, th- in terms of we can argue about this like spirituality yeah. you know that you are a staunch christian mm. you know and you will not date men who are not christians you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> <laughs> you know and and it's it, the older i'm getting the more i'm realizing Guti, wow what i stand for I, I i have to question where it comes from obviously mm-hmm. um but i also have to understand that it, it means something to me and yeah. that's why for instance when you date a man who is just completely out of your comfort zone yeah. and completely against everything you stand for when it's over you're just like whoo damn what was i doing what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck um so yeah i think that's why it's really important for us to discuss this so my question to you friend is what are you before i answer your question okay can you define um agency for us i think that's a good starting point okay so my own like view you can do it let's do a general one and be over okay general one is agency is the capacity of an individual to act independently and to make their own free choices mm-hmm. for me personally it's literally standing up for something that's yeah. it it's simple for me that's important that's important to you that means something to you that defines aspects of your character yeah that's what it means to me okay yeah hmm, i think that's rounded that's smart <laughs> yeah so you were going to say before I cut you off. Sorry. For, okay, before, for, what is agency to you? So for me, um, agency is independent thinking. Yeah. But not independent thinking in the sense that um, everyone believes in the one thing and you um, believe in a completely different thing and that means you have agency. Mm. For me, agency is, I think a lot of times people talk about purpose. What's your purpose? What are you on earth for? How, are you aligning with your purpose, right? And I mm. think... For me, in order for you to define what your purpose is, you have to have agency over yourself, mm. right? So for me, I really love that aspect because that really was like a when you just when we discussed this prior to our recording, I was yeah. just like, whoa, okay, yeah. cool, yeah. Because I think they're interconnected. So for me, agency is I have certain values, I have things that I stand up for, I have things that no matter what happens, these things will remain true mm. to me, mm. right? 
And then um, agency is always, in any situation that I'm in, always remembering those things. Yeah. And in certain aspects, I have to stand up for myself um, and actually say, actually, I don't agree with this or mm. I disagree with this. And in certain instances, I have to remove, from my, my, remove myself from situations where I can see that my agency is being taken away from me. Yeah. Or I'm trying to assimilate to the point where I'm forgetting who I am. Mm, mm. So one of the most important things to me is the fact that, um, you know, I'm a feminist. Um, I'm family orientated. And here's another thing. Here's a, a very interesting thing is that I'm very social. Mm. And a lot of people view that as a people pleasing aspect or an, uh, why do you want to, like, I'm extroverted, but people don't view that um, in a positive light. Correct. Like, Correct. It's almost as if I can't be alone. It's like, it's not that I can't be alone. I can't be alone. Mm-hmm. I actually do enjoy being on my own, but I really enjoy being with people. Mm. And I often have to defend uh, my being an extrovert to people, but that's part of my agency, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, and, and with me, I do really walk at the beat of my own drum, mm. right? And it is a thing of, I want to go out. Um, I like reading. I like thinking. I'm opinionated mm-hmm. and I want to share my views. But I also like taking other people's feedback right, yeah. about whatever views that I have. But also being a feminist and being Christian and being family orientated. And I'm actually quite cultural. Like mm. I'm not cultural in the sense that um, I, I there's certain values in my culture that I really like. Mm. And I take them on. Mm. And I do like, you know, being swazi. Um, I like the I, I don't like the dictatorship part. I mean right <laughs> the know, Bentleys. With the Bentleys. But I do like um how humble Swazi people are, the community driven values that we have and how protective we are over our culture because I think our culture is important. Um so often I find myself defending it. Right? Yes, yeah. Like, but how can you be a feminist um and you're also cultural? And I'm like, well, it's, it's part of my agency, right? I make, I pick what I like, I leave what I like. And that's completely fine. And that's that's up to me, right? That's if, that if you don't like that, if that doesn't work in your brain, that's fine. But this is how I'm living my life. I also think it's completely impossible to just be like perfect in one form of belief. Yeah. You know, it's just the way in which the world works. It's always going to be gray and if you want to get nitty picky about the gray, that's on you. But I, I think it's important to exist as a multifaceted human in general. That's how we are. No one is perfect. You can be a Christian, but, you know, have different sort of beliefs. And that's just, that's the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. But what I love about agency, Lindy, for me, I think in corporate is, is, is my favorite. I have this story, right? This one time in our, in our office, um, previous office, we received an email mm-hmm. about our dress code, right? Yeah. And it was very misogynistic, like, you cannot wear, um, what does it call these spaghetti tops? Yeah. And you cannot wear, you know, things that are, are fully, f- if you're a fully figured woman, it said, if you're a fully figured woman, please be aware of what suits you or not. Really? Girl! Company email. Company email, right? Fat shaming. <laughs> Fat shaming woman, right? My boss at that point in time, I didn't, we, have a, we didn't have a really great relationship, but mm-hmm. she... She saw that email and she was like, this goes against everything that I stand for. Yeah. She single-handedly went against everything that was on that list. Like one day she wore spaghetti top, the next day she wore something that was like completely inappropriate. Yeah. And for the first time I was like, this is your, this is your agency. Yeah. This is you acting because she has as a woman of power. And I was like, this is you acting well within your means to say, I'm not about this life. Yeah. This is what I'm, ag- I'm against this completely. And you need to hear me out. And I really love what agency allows, you know, black women to do. It allows women, black women to, to stand for 
stronger than they believe and like be strong yeah. right um and i'll give another example what happened i think two years ago was it last year the um gbv you know protest that happened i think it happened like in science and i'll use you use you as an example what because you were so against it and you felt so vehemently that this was completely wrong you went to work early mm. so that you could take part in a strike yeah. that's agency guys yeah, yeah that's agency. agency you know for me it was you know i mean even though my parents didn't want me to take part in, in student fees was four i took time in the afternoon not to say i didn't need an award or anything but i took time in the afternoon to like go to pretoria to get a car train there to like strike with the students because i was like this is this is wow, wrong. That's Fundamentally, we need to be fighting for the student fees must fall, and that's agency. Like yeah. agency is so. And I'll give. So I'll give you another example. <laughs> I love uh, um, at the car train station, a, a lot of young professionals were there. I thought I was the only one. We were not. There were so many different like levels. I was like directors and everything, and everyone is in the in the in the in the, in the what is it called the car train um, train, you know. And we're all singing these struggle songs, and we're all having these <laughs> conversations about how you know, even though you. A young professional. These are the things I had to go through, and this is why I'm here. Yeah, and that, it was so that other kids don't have to go through the same thing. You know? Oh, you're still experiencing it at a different level. And a completely different level. Yeah. But it was agency that brought us together. It was agency that got everyone from Johannesburg at twelve o'clock. I don't know Thursday, all the way to Pretoria to strike for the rest of the day because it was like we this we believe in something at its core, and I just I love that that I love. And, and the thing is that like, in order to have agency of yourself. It takes a lot of resilience and like strength, right? Yeah, true. Because there's a lot of things that deter you, right? Yeah. It's for you, for example, it's like, ah, it's in Pretoria. I live in Joburg. Traffic. How <laughs> uh, train is like 50 rand. There's so many things that are always deterring us from being our authentic self. True. And embracing that. Yeah. That actually, it is something that should be reward for. I'm going to use like a really like small example. Mm. Um, I've had a nose ring now for close to 10 years. <laughs> I've even forgotten, friend. I yeah. even forgotten, yeah. You cannot believe the amount of politics I have around my nose. Yeah. Right? I've had guys that I was on dates with that commented about it so much, we never spoke about anything else on the date. It was just like, uh, is it appropriate for a woman um in her late twenties to have a nose ring? Young Bora. We are Bora. Um, I was once at Rockets and a guy came up to me and said, you'd be so pretty without that nose ring. Aluhambi. I've had um, people say, oh, you're a lesbian. I'm going to oh. ca- keep them coming with the ad-libs. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, my pa- my mom is very, like, um, she's, she's very, like, a conservative Christian and she does feel it's embarrassing for me to show up to church wearing a nose ring. And, mm. and out of respect for my mom, I don't go to church with a nose ring on. Um, and we've had so many fights about it that I've let it go. Mm. Um, and I did feel like I was losing a bit of myself by not sticking it out with her, but it's been so long mm. and it's not worth it. Mm. But when she's in my apartment... Best believe. It's not coming off, yeah. right? And sometimes, but there was a time, um, I think last year, I sent her a message because it was during Corona to say for Mother's Day and the nose ring was on and she like cried. She's so Black Mother's Day. Black Mother's Day. I remember <laughs> when I started dating Mama Canada. <laughs> <laughs> A you thing. This is a nothing to do with but me. But it's so interesting to me that the more resistance I have towards my nose ring from, especially from guys, 
Then why not doing the right thing? Friend, it's crazy. <laughs> I won't lie to you. If yeah. you, if you, like, you don't even have to say that you're a feminist. You'd be like, oh, I don't think that this is a good enough, like, you know, reason why you should be treating women this way. Oh, I hate feminists. I hate feminists. Why yeah. do you need to tell me? Like, okay, do I go? I hate men. Or like, what's happened? Or like, um, they'll say, oh, but you're too pretty to be a feminist. Because it's like, I don't understand what prettiness has anything to do with feminism, right? And and it is annoying that like. You know we speak about working in wide corporate that there's so many microaggressions. Yeah. But I think with women there are also microaggressions being a woman in South Africa. Correct, right? definitely so. It's your nose ring. It's um the 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 guys are back Sheila, they make you feel uncomfortable. They say for your first date come to their house when they understand the dynamics of South Africa. Stop that. Stop that action. You know what I mean? And it's like it takes a lot of vindiction to Constantly, it actually feels like an everyday thing to yeah. pay for your agency. Right? It does. Every day, it's tested in a small way. Yeah, it's either like a security guard being inappropriate with you, or someone questioning your views about something. Even though you, you live in your life, you're not even expressing them, right? <laughs> I'm just telling you that I'm I don't think it's a good idea, but yeah, you have I to don't tell think me that, that's an appropriate way to speak. Yeah, and already like someone's questioning. Your every fiber. Listen, I think when I was like 25, I had the energy to like be like, actually. Yeah. But now I'm just like, oh, stop. Yeah. You actually, know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to entertain this. You're this. boring me. Like I went to a, a party once and I think like one of the the, 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 the ladies, it was a white, all white party. And then the lot of these, I don't understand racism. And I was like, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and, and I remember all my black was like, no. And I was like, ah. Oh, uh-uh. I'm not doing this today. Today, I choose happiness and peace. I've had a good time, but it's time for me to go home. Yeah, Nami, um, I'm not a black power ranger anymore. Like, I believe in, I love black people, especially black women. I love being feminist, but I am not an educator anymore. I'm done. I am done. And I think the thing is that it takes out, it takes a lot out of me to try to debate these topics with certain people. Yeah. That it's not worth it. It, it takes a lot out of me. Mm. that it takes me forever to recharge you know and some of these damn questions that they follow up questions that they ask it just makes you feel like why did i even bother i think it's important for us to touch on um investing in your agency yeah right i think it's important to know what you're about and what you stand for and i'm interested to know your journey on that i'll start with mine yeah um obviously i think we had an episode once where we spoke about how we grew up Mm -hmm. and how when i was in high school i was always experimenting with different parts of myself and i think in that i was able to really read more and understand what it means to be black what it means to be a feminist what it means to be a christian what it means to be loving and all the kind of things things i stand for right now and that has kind of informed my agency in a sense um so to put it simply my high school journey and experiencing different parts of myself even in varsity really formulated the basis of what i stand about what i stand for what has it been for you has it been like a pivotal moment or has it been like a journey so for me it's been reading Mm. reading has helped me define my um my my agency yeah right in the sense that um I've always been strong-willed, mm. right? But I've never necessarily always had a foundational reason for the opinions that I've had. Right? Okay, yeah. But like, so for example, with me, when I was reading about certain black women and I was reading certain books, I was then picking up that, oh, I like this, or I like this. I want to, mm. this This is actually what I identify with and mm. this is what I should involve myself with, right? Mm. So like, I often say I was never a feminist in high school. I became a feminist in... Um, 
in varsity, but I must have been that, a feminist that entire time mm, in high school, mm. right? Because I always knew that you can't talk to me like that. Stop. You know? <laughs> but I didn't know why I felt so passionately about it. And then when I was reading, I was like, oh, this is feminism. Yeah. All these that I have about women being treated equally, that I'm not beneath you, that you can't talk to me that way. That was feminism. I just didn't know that that was feminism. Yeah. And in reading about feminism, I was like, oh, that's what I am. Yeah. And when I started reading more about it, I was like, oh, I'm not just any feminist. This is the I'm type. I'm intersectional feminist. Okay, right? yeah. So you and put in the work. Yeah, I put in the work yeah. like, to understand the theory, to understand the practice. And the thing is, is that like often, and a lot of things I've learned by reading and by practicing. Yeah. But with agency, a lot of time I have to go back to certain things because it gets Let's lost in the Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. And I'm, I'll talk about like very light. Like yeah. the idea for me, I really, the older I am, the more I'm able and more comfortable to be like I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. And best believe you, me, in the circles I will be around Ooh, with, <laughs> it will cause a lot of drama. But I, I had to then say to myself, you know what, no, I mean, I can't really quote the scripture all the time. Yeah. I have to empower myself. I have to read. I have to know when someone says okay well what part of you know the bible is is like black you know i have to be able to kind of add my input somehow and i had to read i had to get into it and be like okay this is what i believe in and this is why for me if it doesn't make any sense to you at least i've equipped myself with the things the tools that i need in in order to be able to have to have this conversation and also in order to be able to console myself in general sometimes i do think that when you believe in something you will kind of question it in your own time and it's important to know okay as i'll say i really believe in god because this i believe in this and he has shown me that you know and it's a tough conversation to have yeah but it's a real conversation to have right but i also think me and you are academics even though we, we're not in that space yeah in the sense that i'm not going to say an opinion because it's a funny opinion to me <laughs> it's popular <laughs> i'm gonna my opinion is based on research it's based and Research for me isn't reading something from the Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. PhD thesis. Yeah. Research for me is understanding the history, the present, and where it's going. Yeah. But also thinking. I actually value people's thinking. I don't think just because something is written and it's been peer-reviewed, yeah. it's more important yeah. or, or it's more valued. I actually think taking in information and mulling over it and thinking about it, that to me is also like a form of research. I love that. Yeah. So for yeah. me... If I express a view, if I take on something as an identity, I've thought about it, I've read about it, I know what it's about, right? And one, it's it's an armor of defense against yeah. all these people that have something to say about it. But also, it's so that I can stand in my truth, right? Mm. And in order for me to stand in something, it must be rooted in something. Mm. Which is why I Preach read. again, Lindy. <laughs> Preach again. Which is why I read, which is why I engage. Which is, but but you, you lose yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because... You then start to hang out to people that don't necessarily have the same values that you have or don't hold strongly um, to the sense of agency that you have. Yeah. Um, if you read a lot of Chino Achebe's books, he talks about the chi, mm-hmm. right? That there's yourself that walks around that the earth sees, that everyone sees, and then there's a spiritual part of yourself that follows you everywhere you go, almost like a shadow. Yeah. That's your chi. Yeah. So I think your agency is your chi. Correct. And I think I'm not saying it right, but like whatever. Yeah. C-H-I. But the thing is, is that when there's winter, there's no shadow. Yeah. Right? And I think in a sense, when you're going through a hard time or in an environment that's very toxic, you lose your shadow. Right, and you become a survivalist sense of yourself. Yeah, is your agency. Yeah, right. 
because you're in survival. You're literally trying to make it. You're trying you to can't even afford to have views. Exactly. Or you get married. Right? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, Lizzy? <laughs> we were going somewhere. <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making an example. Not, not in all marriages. I'm saying like when you get married and you stop being like no surname and yeah. you take on the 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 family the guy's family surname okay i'm sorry you had me and you lost me <laughs> no, like, <laughs> yeah i'm here i'm here his, um, you take on his surname identity you stop going to your family for christmas you go to his family yeah. you are now identified as the couple yeah and not as no and lindy yeah or whatever and i'm not saying that that's a negative thing mm-hmm. i'm saying that it's very easy for you to get lost in things. It can be like in a good way where you're in love, where you're doing everything that you and your spouse love doing, or when you're in a toxic environment, when you're in survival mode. In both instances, you are losing your agency, right? But in one, you don't even notice it because you're so happy. In another, you You, are so devastated. It doesn't make sense for you to even believe in that agency. Exactly. I I understand what you're saying. In both instances, you have to keep going back to who you are, right? Mm, Okay. I'm back. back. I'm back. (laughs) when things are going really badly but sometimes you can lose yourself and when things are so great you don't you you lose and we've heard it also with women that have children right? yes like, i think like, that's so that's an interesting point you're bringing up and you're right so yeah. see, it when you in even in survival and you're 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 in full whatever the case is yeah. you it's so easy to forget what you're about exactly like, and we do it we yeah. do it black women easy we love doing it <laughs> we love it we love, we love it. Losing ourselves. It's our favorite thing to do. I've noticed a, a lot of women also say that, that like when they had their babies, um, it was the best thing that's ever happened to them. Great. Now they're responsible for this whole human being. Yeah. And then they get lost in motherhood. They forget mm-hmm. to be a wife. They forget to be a friend. They forget to be a lover. They forget to be, um, oh, I'm a party person or I'm this opinionated person. Yeah. You just become a mom. person, a mom. Yeah. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that identifier, right? But it's an aspect to who you are. It's, it's a part of the picture. Exactly, right? So you still don't want to lose. And you can bring aspects of your agency into that new role as a mother, as a it. wife, or as a, a lawyer or an architect. My agency makes me interesting. Yeah. My agency, you know, brings me, uh, it, it adds a different layer, you know. But also it's linked to your purpose. Girl, yeah. What? You know, my agency is the reason why I decided to do research specifically on land claims yeah. in an area because I couldn't understand how we wanted to, because we build on land and it was yeah. frustrating to me. I remember I, I went to the site and this construction manager called the a site worker a boy, a fully grown man. And it shocked me. I was just like, hey, no, I can't, this industry, it, it, fundamentally, I remember that day thinking, fundamentally, this industry does not make any sense to me. Yeah. I, I need to pave my way. What can I do? How can I contribute to conversation? Agency is the reason why we had a, a studio called Black Studio yeah. and in architecture um, where we you know it was all these different issues that were coming about and you know, all the black students weren't really doing well in architecture. And we're like, there's no way. You come from a high school, you do really, really well. Why is it that when you're in this kind of environment, you're not performing? You are thriving. You are thriving. Then we we were part of this, I'm not saying I formed it, but we were part of this, like, um, you know, black student, black, was it, what did I call it? Black studio. Black studio. Part of the black studio where every Friday we would speak about different things that inform the agency of a black South African architect. Yeah. And Lindy, legit, 
they were fully packed those 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 like um sessions even with the lecturers and the professors yeah. were there that to me was just like wow everyone's going through it everyone's going through it but what brought us at our core once again the agency to understand what you know what we can't continue like this we do stand for something let's come together and kind of figure out what it means mm. you know and, and let's get a safe space it's important and there's a lot of like there's a lot of power in rooms like that yeah right? um in i remember that one of the ways that um the feminist movements were started like um both in africa and europe was that it was women meeting out to discuss everyday problems mm. they weren't planning to talk about feminism and all of these things exactly they were coming there to be like I'm struggling with this new job that I just started in the factory or I'm struggling with my husband and my kids right now. Yeah. It was more an information sharing session about how are you dealing with this and let's work on advice and slowly develop into feminism that, wait, you're getting paid this much. That sounds a bit unfair. We need Correct. to do something about it. And I Correct. think sometimes when we think about community um, and grassroots um, activism, we think you must come in there and you must sit in your you must have a plan, you must have a manifesto, but actually... Sometimes being in a room where you feel valued, mm. where you don't feel alone, is sufficient for you want to feel empowered. Yeah. And once you're empowered, that's when you actually realize the importance of self-identity. Correct. Um, being self-worth. Yeah. And also like this agency that we keep going on and on about. Yes, yes. Right? Um, it's that if you're not in rooms where you are celebrated in your individual capacity, how can you formulate your agency? And think about it. Yeah. And then now take it upon yourself to to go to spaces that allow you to be like that. You yeah. know, if you are constantly around, if you if you're lesbian in a sense, and you're constantly around people who Straight are presenting people who, well, everything's going well for them. They can get married anytime they want. They you don't know? feel endangered when they're in specific places. You now we take it upon yourself to maybe go to a talk or you know, and and emerge yourself in these different spaces. Yeah. So that you can hear different parts of yourself also. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and understand and criticize and be just be just explore these different parts of yourself that exist. Yeah, like what you were saying is that for you to find your identity and to find your own agency, you had to experiment with different aspects of yourself. I was without I was ha I was on thank the Lord I cared about my academics. <laughs> <laughs> thank the Lord. Me, I had to read about it. Yeah. It was sitting there inside deep down in me. Mm. I just had to find a way to pull it out of myself. Mm. Yeah. But you also took the time. I love that about that. Yeah. You took the time to understand yourself. And I think that's a really important thing to, to identify. Like uh, knowing who you are and knowing what you stand for, it just doesn't happen up in the air. Exactly. You know? And if it does, I'm interested to know how. I know. And I think it's interesting how you can be with a bunch of your girlfriends and you can express things that are important to you, things yeah. that you value, um, and things that you don't value. And things that you feel very strongly about. But mm-hmm. you can go on a date and all of a sudden you don't feel empowered enough. To ah, because things. you don't want that nigga saying, oh, I don't like feminists. Now yeah. I've gotten my makeup done. You don't like feminists. Do you think that's a weakness? Me or them? No, no, no. A I man? Mean, no, no, no. With us, um, in not expressing... Like, for example, if I went on a date and I took off my nose ring, uh-huh. am I giving up my agency? Or am I being a coward? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because also Black Love is agency. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know, Lindy, because there's one part of it where you're just like, can you just? Get, I, I've had so much pressure from the rest of the world about this bloody nose ring. Yeah. Can I just have one night and you get to know me? Then next time I have it on, and then if you have an issue, it's like men who won't tell you that they have children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
that's it's like that's a fact. I'm just trying to say that you know I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's like it's a, it's a different layer of yourself. Can you just get to know me, and then maybe you can understand what I'm about? You know. Do you think it's the same? Th- because I don't. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it's the same thing as showing up with full makeup on and always wearing makeup for the first six months? I think it is. I think it's different. I think it is for me because I'm just like. I get it. I get why someone wanna do I would I would personally not have to do that because I don't really I'm I'm flexible when it comes yeah. to makeup, right? But I get it. It's just like I, I'm comfortable. This is this is the most comfortable version of myself, right? And you wanna meet me, right? And then maybe me having makeup is like an Alicia Key story way. <laughs> but I'm trying to say good certain people feel comfortable with different things and I think to reveal the vulnerable parts of themselves, they need to understand that you're gonna be there with them. And I yeah. can understand so, someone doing that very yeah. I guess the reason I struggle with it is that, like, for me, it's my nose ring is very political. Mm-hmm. The same way natural hair versus a weave is quite political. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think, I guess makeup is in a way political. Very think, much so. Yeah. So I think it's true. I think, like, even making a decision when you show up with a nose ring or without makeup on the first date, it's not just a, I'm tired today or I don't feel pretty without makeup. Mm. It's that, there are politics related to women's bodies are so policed, yeah. right? That even as something as simple as putting blush on is not a choice on a color palette. It's a choice on a kind of criticism. Correct. Or no criticism that you might get. And can I just, let me just give you a palette that I'm okay with so yeah. that you can just kind of play with you want to play with, but I'm not going to give you everything. And that's yeah. okay. Some girls and some people want to give you everything and that's also completely fine yeah but the thing is the, the world that we live in hey, people love to question what you're about which is lovely but sometimes is, sometimes you want to break which is why sometimes i'll take off my nose ring and i'll have makeup on and i'll wear a cute dress even though technically i would rather be wearing sneakers <laughs> we get that whole discussion about um should women be allowed to wear bonnets in public okay the thing is also, Monica had a video and she was in a night robe. Yeah, that's what <laughs> like, Here you are telling us to stop wearing bonnets. Let's give let's give some context. So basically, okay. um, there was this picture on like social media where um black women were being shown wearing their bonnets and like amadugu on in like airports and, pajamas, and malls and pajamas yeah. and and slippers. Personally, I'm against it because I like showing up in general, right? But now, Ask Monica does okay. Ask Monica is this like actor. She is the one who was in comedian. Actress, yeah. Um, Black queens of comedy. Yes, she's a legend. She's a legend. Precious. Precious. That's yeah. the movie. That's the yeah. one she killed it. Yeah. You know, and so she's in this like video on Twitter, whatever the case is, and she's telling us to like stop wearing these things to show up for ourselves. ourselves. She's wearing a bathrobe and she's telling us this. With me, it wasn't even the bathrobe, right? Um, with me, it's I. I've never gone to a mall in a bonnet. I probably have gone in a onesie and a hoodie on. Was your mom there? No, she wasn't. <laughs> but the thing is, I have maybe once, but I haven't. Actually, no, it wasn't even in a mall. Yeah. I've walked around on campus. Do you know what I mean? Like from from yeah. one res room to another res room in like a onesie. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with black women walking around in pajamas and bonnets. How many how many white people have we seen walking barefoot in malls? And the varsity campus. And varsity campus and whatever. And it's like, I don't care with what people want to wear in public. I'm fine with that. Just because something isn't something that I would do, it doesn't mean that they are bringing down the black women race <laughs> by walking in a bonnet 
That's when she lost me. That's when she lost yeah, me. Yeah, it's like it's. I don't think it's an identity. Do you know what I mean? A crisis or like a we letting the black women down <laughs> by walking. It's disrespectful. I don't think so. Like. Can you think about the amount of times you had a bottle down and gone and run quickly to the salon? Uh, I mean, I'm having a dugulami and yeah. I'm happy. The thing is, personally, Lindy, I won't do it because I love getting dressed up. I love showing up. I love it. It's fun for me. It's a thing I love to do. But that's a personal choice. That's a personal right? choice, I right? I think what you... You wouldn't do it means that if you see someone doing that in public, you are like, how dare she? I'm not like that. I'm just for like, me it's like, do whatever, girl. But for me, it's just like, okay, here's a, I'm, I'm gonna sound like Asmani. I'm like, but why? Like, why? Why? Why are you walking around in nickel way with your slippers? What's up? You know, is any like, I I get it, I get it. But I'm just like, for me personally, just it's not for me. It's not. A, it's no, not for here's me. Here's my issue with that, right? Is that I think this is how we start policing women's bodies unnecessarily. Right? Okay. It's that whole thing of certain bodies aren't allowed to wear onesies and short skirts yeah. because when your body is shaped in this way. I hear you. Um, and then it's the whole, you can't wear a bonnet, you can't wear pajamas, you can't wear... And it's like, actually, it's none of your business either way, right? Okay, but then, and I hear that, but... Like, okay, so for instance, like if you go to a date and you're wearing a bonnet, what's going on? It's up to the guy if he wants or not. <laughs> Remember that video of that pastor that came out and was shooting on that. that I bonnet. love that. I yeah, love that. <laughs> and then she had the bonnet on. The bonnet on. The, the bonnet. What did she say? The bonnet is the bonnet. Yeah, is the bonnet. Like, the army of Christ. Army. Of I don't know. So the soldier of Christ. But for me, it was like. I think for me, I think it's because my mom is like mobile geek. No, but Frank, what I'm saying is, just because something isn't something you'd ever do in public, yeah, it doesn't make it right or wrong. And it, that's the that's true. Yeah. I just like I don't get it, but it's fine. Well, you don't have to get everything. I don't have to get everything, but yeah. I'm just like it's not like. But I also don't get. Here's the thing: I don't get it, but I'm not gonna go in a video. I'm not gonna do a Twitter video wearing a gown saying people should not do it. Exactly. <laughs> she was being wild. She was crazy. The first problem is we shouldn't be policing women and telling them what they can wear and they can't. Completely. Wear. But then the second thing is, how dare have the nerve <laughs> to be. In that gown, telling women not to be wearing gowns in public. No, it's Whereas, okay. Whereas, you know, you have over a million followers and you're telling them that they must stop doing it, but you are doing it because it's fine because you're doing it in a hotel room. That's crazy to me. But I like, I love, I mean, I personally, I love dressing up. I will dress up for anything. Literally. Yeah. I think even like in lockdown, I remember getting like my makeup done to go to Woolies. I remember when you were having a hard time because you couldn't do your nails. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But see, can you imagine that there are some girls out there who um, only have afros don't put any makeup on don't do their nails are very like Natch- no, natural, natural looking yeah right imagine them saying yeah but no every time you put your nails on or you put makeup on or you overdress you are rem- you are becoming eurocentric i'm ready for them no but what i'm saying is, is that nefertiti <laughs> egypt i've been ready for that conversation i'm making an example no i hear you but is that in the, the thing is that like in the same way, there's nothing wrong with you embracing that. In the yeah. same way, we should be embracing these bonnets. No, I mean, I completely agree with you, Lindy. Um, listen, I think it's I mean, what matters. Bonnet in front of your boyfriend? I don't even own a bonnet. I own a dog. I satin dog. I'm a, I'm about that. Do like, you tie it in front? Yeah, I tie it in front. I'm not about that. But I don't like that thingy. In the, I don't like that. The fluffy. The, the baker's man vibe of the bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rather like I'm sticking to but my satin. Eh? Satin, it's the material, not yeah. the design. It's the material, so I'd rather have the satin like dog on. But doesn't it slide off? No, mine is fine. It's secured by the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I like I, I like your point. I love it, and I'm here for it, and I'm also yeah. here for us, Monica. <laughs> 
but I'm. She drives me crazy. She loves us for real. Do you, Monica? Stop. Like Stop. chill. Like you're becoming that aunt. Monica Monique. Monique. It's Monique. Monique. It's Monique. Monique. But she's like representing a lot of like black aunts and black moms. She is older. That's why I forgive her for all of this. <laughs> but I will say is that even wearing a bonnet in public, if that's a part of your agency and your authenticity, I'm fine with it. The, maybe my point is this. Do we live in a world that says, I'm going to take you seriously with your bonnet? It's hard enough. If I don't need anyone to take me seriously at all ones. Then take me seriously. If, can I take the bonnet to the interview? No, but the thing is that like there are place there are things there there are outfits for everywhere. Do you show up in your gym clothes at work? No, ma'am. Let's go back to the statement. No, <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous statement because you love no, you love at least a way. When do you, is it an appropriate what? So wait, so in malls there's appropriate way. Is there not? No, there isn't. Oh really? There isn't. Oh wow. There isn't. So I can show up in my underwear. If you want to, yeah, sure. No, Lindy, you can't. Legit, we had a situation right now where the man was walking around with his traditional way in a mall. Right? And there was an uproar. There was an uproar about it. Because, because it, that wasn't allowed. They shouldn't have done that to Correct, him. correct, yeah. okay. But when I get, do you, would you, like... If I saw someone in a bikini in a mall, mm-hmm. I legit wouldn't call anyone. I would laugh and go, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> it wouldn't bother me one bit. No. I, I, it's complicated. Friend. You can't wear at leisure wear to your job interview, but that doesn't mean you can't wear it everywhere else. Correct. You can't wear your underwear to the mall. Well, that's you. That's Auntie, Auntie Monique. <laughs> I'm not Auntie Monique. It's it's like there's a social standard that we've got and we can't unsee it. It's why the standards change all the time. Then let's change the standard. I'm gonna wear the leisure to my interview. Okay, yeah, you must do that. I am. I wouldn't. Yeah, but why wouldn't you? No, but the thing is that like just because I don't wear How um, did we get from agency to what we wearing? <laughs> How did we do this? Just just because I don't wear certain things in certain spaces, it doesn't mean I don't embrace other people doing that. Lovely. Like, same. Yeah. We have the same. We have the yeah, same so for me, view. I wouldn't do it, but I have no issue with bonnets and onesies. We are on the same page there. I really don't. It doesn't bother me one bit. Um, I wouldn't do it just because that's not something i value it's not important to me it's not something i want to but do. if it's important to you i'm i'm, I'm all for it if that's exactly. your vibe yeah. i'm cool for it if that's your agency it could, be, <laughs> yeah, it could be that when you want to be comfortable everywhere you go correct and for you to be comfortable you have to be wearing a bonnet and because i imagine that a lot of because in fact some of those women were actually the pictures were taken in airports. an airport yeah and masolala for like 12 and, and hours that's the thing is you're literally gonna jump off from a car jump because i know when i fly i wear a tracksuit same all the time because i, I want to be comfortable that's the key word and some people show up in high heels i love those women and i want to be like them when i grow up i, I don't <laughs> I don't. but friend let's bring it all the way back let's yeah. bring it all the way back we got distracted there for five minutes which is great um bring it all the way back to what we were talking about um we're talking about agency and i think this is like interesting thing because you heard like how we how it's we talk yeah, guys yeah yeah, and I love how me and you, like, there's always a time we have, we have disagreements. So <laughs> we're still respectful of our views. That's really right? important. That's really yeah. important, friend. Yeah. I love that a lot. Um, I'm going to say let's cut it out. Yeah. Let's so go. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe.